Welcome to Streams from the River, the podcast from the River Church RVA with pastor teacher Michael Kraft. I know you'll be blessed by the teaching today, so open your hearts and let's get straight into today's message. So what I want to do just real briefly this morning is I want to look at relationships. There's different levels of relationships, and since we're the river, I kind of want to look at relationships, kind of water-based relationships, okay? That, that might not make any sense, but it will here in just a moment as we look at our first level of relationship. And the first level of relationship I call water skiing. Water skiing relationships. How many of you like to water ski? I mean, I remember as a young kid getting behind the boat and and saying go, and man, dad would hit the the throttle and I'd be back there kind of fighting, getting up. But man, once I got up, it was Zoom, man. We were flying across the water. We were passing other boats, tried not to hit other people, you know, while you're out there. But I mean, you're Zooming along, haven't got time to to really, you know, if somebody else is skiing alongside, you haven't got time to say, hey, how you doing, you know? I mean, you're turning over, nice rooster tail, you know? Uh, a How many of you like a water skiing relationships? And when I talk about that, what I'm, what I'm saying is a superficial or a surface type of relationship, okay? It's, it's the type of, of relationship where you can say, thanks for keeping our relationship on a superficial level. Okay, that's one level of relationship. And uh, it's the type of relationship where, honestly, it's the, hi, how are you doing today? You know, isn't it a great day? And God forbid that when you ask somebody how they're doing, they actually answer and saying, I'm having such a rough day today. You wouldn't believe what happened. The dog ate the furniture and, you know, all this, that, and the other. You're really not looking for that kind of an answer, are you? If if you're saying, hey, how are you doing? You're looking for, fine, great. Ah, oh, thanks, you too. Have a wonderful day, okay? That's, a su- that's the superficial level. And guess what? All relationships kind of start there. We kind of start there, but you don't want to stay how many of you want to stay skiing in your relationships? Okay. Just kind of depends where you are. All right. But there's another level. If I mean, once you get done skiing and you're kind of on the surface, there's another place that you can go. All right. And the next level of relationship gives you an entirely different perspective than when you're skiing, right? And this is the snorkeling relationship. All right. Have any of you been snorkeling? That always scares me because, you know, you got this thing in your mouth. And what you do is you take a deep breath and then you go, you, you go underwater. And depending on how long you can hold your breath, you know, it could be anywhere from 10 seconds to two minutes. I don't know. But during that little experience, you have an opportunity to observe things that you couldn't see if you were just skiing. It's slower pace, so you get to see what's happening underneath the water. Uh, if it's not like a, you know, like if it's clear water, you can see it's really pretty. But uh, snorkeling is a different type of relationship. And the snorkeling relationship is what I would call the shallow relationship. Okay, So we got surface relationships, and then we've got snorkeling, which is kind of a, a, a shallow relationship. And 
this might be something that you would say, you know, I care very deeply about our shallow relationship. That's what the introverts say, right? <laughs> no, no, no. But that, that's a level, okay? So we, we have our surface relationships uh, where we're just kind of getting what's your name and this, that, and the other. But then if you want to take a step and you want to go a little bit deeper, put the snorkel on, take a deep breath, head underwater, and what are some questions that you might ask or activities you might do if you're just into a shallow relationship? Any, no, nobody has shallow relationships here, huh? Sure. Get where you're from, where you work. You know, in a shallow relationship, you might go, uh, you know, you might uh, go go golfing or play cards or crochet or something like that. But you kind of talk about, you go a little bit below the surface. You have some laughs and some good times, but you're really not sure that you want to go like deep, right? Not really sure. Shallow is is I really care about you, but I want to kind of search things out, ask some questions, see below the surface just a little bit, just a little bit, right? How many of you like snorkeling? Do you think there's another level? Anybody want to guess what it is? Man, you guys are with me here today. <laughs> Following, all right? Deep sea diving. Deep sea diving is an entirely different experience. You, you put this tank on your back, so you know when you go in, you're not coming up. <laughs> yeah, not for a while. You put this breathing apparatus on, you flip yourself over the side of the boat, and down you go, right? And it takes faith to even know that you're going to breathe. You know, that for the first couple of breaths, it's... Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, we're breathing. But then guess what? An entire different world opens up. It's different than skiing where you're on top of the water and you can just kind of see everything kind of on the surface level. It's different than snorkeling where you take that deep breath and you go under and you get kind of a little bit of a view. Man, when you go deep sea diving, you get to, you get to see things that you would never see any other way. And that's the type of relationships that we're invited into as Christians. How many of you can think of a word that would describe a deep sea diving relationship? Intimate, okay. That's that's a good word. Hmm? Vulnerable. That's that's the word. Deep sea diving goes below the surface, below the information gathering of snorkeling, and moves into the deep area of relationship that I call vulnerability, vulnerability, all right? Vulnerability is what? It's the ability or the willingness to open yourself up to another person, okay? At this stage, you're not just offering facts about another person, but you're, you're choosing to share how you feel, okay? How you feel about life, about di different situations. Man, you're taking a risk, you're opening yourself up, becoming vulnerable, that's how you go deep, okay? The word uh, vulnerability actually finds its root in a military term, to be vulnerable. If you were in a city and you had fortified walls that nobody could penetrate, you were in a safe place. Listen, when you're out skiing and you're 
surface or maybe you got the snorkel, can I tell you that you're still pretty fortified, right? You've got the walls up a little bit. Not everybody's coming in. But man, when you go deep sea diving, you open yourself up and you choose to willingly share how you feel, where you are in life. And guess what's involved with vulnerability? Trust. Trust. And not only that, but it involves risk, right? Vulnerability is the risk that's required. It's a constant risk because you are putting something about yourself out there. You're putting something out there with no guarantee how you're going to be received. All right? I believe as Christians, it's, it's our privilege. God calls us to a deep relationship with him. And as the church, we're members of one body, and we're invited to create deep, meaningful relationships with one another. How many of you like that idea? How many of you have experienced the reality of a deep relationship with someone? You know, a lot of people, uh, some statistics that I've read over some time, the average person has no more than three deep relationships outside of family uh, in their life. We can have hundreds of shallow relationships, and man, we can have millions of those surface things, right? But there's something different about having a vulnerable relationship. And we want to create a safe environment. You need a safe environment if you're going to be vulnerable, right? And that's why I'm saying that it's okay to take time on the surface. It's okay, it's okay to kind of discover some snorkeling and go below the surface, find out whether you've got things in common. And listen, in Christ, do we have anything in common? Do we have anything in common? Yeah. The most important thing, Jesus is Lord. As Christians, we have devoted our lives. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ in me. And so the life we now live, we live by faith. Faith involves risk, right? It's the confident assurance of the things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. So to walk by faith requires becoming vulnerable, vulnerable with one another in the church, vulnerable in our relationship with God. And that's where things get deep and things can go really, really good. And some, sometimes in vulnerable relationship, things can go really, really bad. That's part of the risk. How many of you have been hurt in deep relationships? Can I tell you that we are wounded in relationships, but we are also healed in relationships? If you've been wounded in a relationship, I'll tell you the first thing that you want to do is you want to rebuild that wall. Finally, you've been in in to a relationship enough that you're willing to, okay, I'm going to trade in the, wouldn't it be neat if you could just go skiing with a snorkel just in case you change your mind along the way, you just let go of the rope and you just kind of slow down and then you just kind of go under and start snorkeling right away. You can do that with a relationship. You can't do that with the boat. Okay. Maybe you could. It really would, but I probably wouldn't do the skiing with the with the deep sea diving. That would 
That would be a little bit difficult. That would look funny. But uh, God's called us as a body with Jesus Christ. We're members of his body. And I want to tell you this morning that if you've been wounded in a relationship, that the place that you're going to get healed is in a relationship. That's where you're going to find your healing. Okay. And in the body of Christ, we're supposed to be a safe place where those types of relationship that bring healing and strength and encouragement and comfort to one another, that's what we're supposed to be as a church. And so let me ask you a question. Do you think Jesus was into a water skiing relationship? Okay. If, if all Jesus had, can you tell that's probably Photoshop just a little bit? <laughs> so if Jesus just came to earth and he had just superficial relationships with people, I don't think that the church would exist. I don't think that we would even be here today. Jesus didn't come just to have superficial relationships. And as the church, if all we have are superficial relationships, can I say this? I don't believe that the church is healthy. I don't believe that we can do what God's called us to be if we're just superficial. I can see all the introverts just squirming. I'm kind of one of those too on some level, all right? But the Holy Spirit is the one who draws us to one another. He's the one that allows relationships. He gives us a new lens to look at life through so that when we see people, we don't just see the surface. We can see, even if you're not in a deep sea diving relationship, you can see below the surface. You can see what makes people tick. You can see what, what, what's causing them to hurt. And we can be moved with compassion because our eyes aren't on ourselves our eyes are on others, and we can reach out with the agape love of God and say, hey, how you doing today? Fine. Okay, good. Thanks. <laughs> say a prayer. You know, uh, Jesus had more than a superficial relationship. Um, I didn't know that this actually exists. If Jesus had a snorkeling relationship with people, this place actually exists. I forget where it's at, but there's some place that you can go and yeah, it's some place in South America and this statue of Jesus actually exists and you can go snorkeling or deep sea diving and actually see that. Interesting. How many of you want to go on vacation now? Right? Cool. Pretty neat, right? So if Jesus' relationship was just a snorkeling relationship, then Jesus took a deep breath came down from heaven, took a look around, dropped off a message from the Father, and got back just as quick as he could. <laughs> okay. That's what a snorkeling relationship would look like. Dive down just long enough to see what things are like, drop off the message, go to the cross, and get back to heaven. All right. You know, if that's the way Jesus' relationship was, we would have never known the heart of God. 
we were, we, Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So Jesus opened himself up all the time so that when you looked at him, you got a picture of the Father. And I think that's the challenge for us is to enter into relationships with others so that when people see us, they're not looking at us, but we open ourselves up so that when they see us, hopefully they see Jesus, right? That's what I desire. How about you? All right. If our relationships with people are only shallow, kind of the scuba diving relationships, we'll never know the true heart of another individual. And you'll never have the opportunity to be known as an individual. A lot of times we wear a masquerade or we wear a mask and we live the masquerade, surface, snorkeling. Every individual has a desire to know and to be known, right? Everyone has that desire. I think God put us there because why? We were created for relationships. We were created to, to live in circles and not rows. As you can tell on a Sunday morning, it's not a great time to develop a relationship, is it? But we do have a place where we create environments where it's safe to do a little bit of skiing, a little bit of scuba diving, and create an environment where you can go deep sea diving. And that's our river community groups. All right. It's a place where over time you can develop relationships with one another. Because listen, if you've been wounded in a relationship, I believe small groups of Christians who gather together are a safe place for us to be healed. Not only to be healed, but to be empowered, to take on the image, likeness, so that we can live a life that, that constantly day in and day out gives a picture of the life-transforming power and love of God. Amen? So Jesus lived a vulnerable life. He was a deep-sea diver from the very beginning. This picture is actually, if you've seen the movie Heaven is Real, this is the painting that uh, an individual made who was kind of just, they just you know, how sometimes you just kind of paint led by the Spirit. But an individual who had actually died, gone to heaven, said, that's what Jesus looks like. When she saw the picture, she said, that's him. That's what Jesus looks like. I think that's pretty cool, don't you? But Jesus didn't just do surface relationships. He just didn't do shallow relationships. Jesus was tempted in every way that you are yet without sin. Jesus had every reason to build up the wall. He had every reason because he's tempted the same way that you and I are. He had every reason to, to lock people out. He was rejected. He was despised. He was persecuted. Guess what? He was misunderstood. Have any of you been misunderstood? When we're misunderstood, people read us wrong. The first thing that we want to do is, boom, put the wall up, right? Jesus experienced all these things, yet kept his heart open to the Father, and he kept his heart open to others. He was rejected, despised, persecuted, misunderstood, but guess what? He was also loved. He was accepted. The crowds followed him. 
He was and is. He's the way. He's the truth. He's the life. In his vulnerability, he showed us the Father. He showed us his love all the way to the cross. Jesus lived a vulnerable life. He didn't play it safe, you know? With just the surface and shallow relationships, he went deep, took the plunge to reveal the Father. Because why? He wants to have a deep diving relationship with you. Jesus wants to have a deep diving relationship with you. So what about you? What kind of relationship do you want to have? What kind of relationships do you have? When it comes to God, are you after a deep diving relationship? Remember, your vertical relationship with God is only as healthy as your horizontal relationship with others. God desires to have a deep diving relationship with you. That's reflected by our ability to have deep diving, vulnerable relationships with others. Some of you who are here today at one time or another, or maybe even today, have a surface relationship with Jesus. You're skiing around life and you know Jesus is there. And maybe every once in a while, you'll take a deep under, you know, you'll take a breath, go under, go to church on a Sunday morning and snorkel for about an hour or two. Okay. Come back out, hop on the boat and head out with our surface relationships. Can I tell you, if you really want a relationship with God, can I tell you that Jesus wants a deep relationship with you? He, ha- he wants to have a deep relationship with you. His question to you this morning is, do you want to have a deep relationship with him? It's okay. It's okay if you're on the surface. It's okay if you're just shallow or you're just kind of testing things out. But can I tell you that the reason that Jesus came to the earth is because what he desires more than anything else is to have a deep, abiding, safe, vulnerable relationship with you. And you know how you get to have that relationship? You have to put the tank on. You have to put the breathing apparatus on. And you've got to be willing and vulnerable and go deep. Take a risk and know the one that loved you so much that he gave his all, that he's going to meet you. He's going to heal you. He's going to empower you. You're going to come alive like you've never come alive before. Why? Because you were created. You were created for relationships, relationships with God and relationships with one another. Okay. Our relationship with God is reflected by our relationship with one another. It says in uh, 1 John, it says, we love because he first loved us. If someone says, I love God, yet hates his brother, he's a liar. For the one who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And this is the command that we have from him, that the one who loves God should love his brother also. Man, there's a way that we can really demonstrate the love of God. And can I tell you, it takes 
the love of God to love some people. It takes the love of God. That's why in Romans, it says, the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who's been given to us. So guess what? God is wanting to love others through you. There's a place where you come to the end of yourself. There are people that I don't like. I love, okay. <laughs> I love everybody, but there are some people I just, it's, it's just not, it's hard. <laughs> it's just hard. It's just true. Tell me if you, if, if you, if you have that, is anybody have a hard time liking people? Don't look at me like I have to love everybody. I mean, I, not, I do. <laughs> Erase that from the tape. We're commanded to love one another. We're commanded. And the neat thing is, is God has placed his love in us so that we have the reservoir. He's the tank that we strap to the, to our back in the scuba diving, you know? When we come to the end of ourselves, guess what? We can tap into, into the breath of God. We can tap into the love of God. And God can love others through us. Okay? So what does loving your brother look like? Does, does, what does loving your brother look like? Does it look like a surface relationship? Can you... You know, looking at this verse that we just looked at at First John, can you do that just on the surface? How many of you think you can really love your brother just on the surface? Okay, I saw a hand, but I'm not going to say anything. Okay, how many of you think that you can love your brother just kind of snorkeling, just kind of going a little bit below? Okay, how many of you think loving your brother involves becoming vulnerable? Opening up your heart, faith, deep sea diving, vulnerability. The commandment that Jesus gave, this is my command that you love one another. Man, there's something to that, isn't that? Isn't there? We can't say I love you and just walk by like everything's okay when it's not. Because people who are hurting, they need a touch from someone who's a follower of Christ. Because the only Jesus that our world is ever going to experience is the Jesus that lives in you. The Jesus who ascended into heaven, when he comes again, it's going to be too late. We are, you are the body of Christ, and we're called to reach our community. And we can't do it on the surface. We can't do it if we just stay shallow. At some point, we've got to go deep sea diving. We've got to enter into that place where it becomes safe for other people to open up to receive Christ. Some of us need that healing in our own lives, right? And so we need to come around others and be a safe place for folks. And you can tell when somebody's surfing. How many of you know we're heading out on a picnic here in just a couple of minutes? How many of you plan on doing some skiing? In the next hour, how many of you plan on doing some skiing? I do. I'm going to do some skiing. All right. I'm not going to stop there, though. How many of you are going to do some snorkeling? All right. We're going to ask some questions. We're going to learn about each other a little bit. You know, we're going to 
See if there's an opportunity for us to gather together. And maybe some of you connect and you'll say, I feel like this is a safe place. And maybe, just maybe, we'll do a little bit of deep sea diving. Maybe not today, but maybe we'll create a pathway for that to happen in a small group or in another relationship. But Jesus has called us. As Christians, we're called to represent the body of Christ. We're called to live a deep sea diving kind of life, aren't we? So it's all about changed lives. It's all about changed lives. Are you ready to help build some lives? Are you you ready to experience what God has called us to be when he says, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together? In Acts, they gathered together and they had picnics day by day. They had picnics every day. They gathered together, they broke bread, they were praising God, they were encouraging one another. Man, what we're getting ready to do is what the church did on a day-by-day basis. There was a time where they didn't know one another. There was a time where each of the disciples was on the surface, but Jesus challenged them, challenged them to the next level. And so that's what I want to do this morning, is I just want to challenge you to the next level. Thanks for listening to Streams from the River from the River Church RVA in Chester, Virginia. If you've been blessed by the message and would like to connect deeper with the River Church RVA, please visit our website at riverchurchrva.com. Or you can send us an email, share your testimonies, prayer requests, or general correspondence to family at riverchurchrva.com. Again, that's family at riverchurchrva.com. Have a blessed day, and we look forward to being with you again next time right here on Streams from the River.